0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to Chronicles Ministry. And this week we're going to do something very, very different. Um, I've never done anything like this before, actually. Um, I found a friend. I have a friend. And I brought her to my house and she's going to um, share share a little bit of a testimony uh, with us. So, last week we went back because that's what we do. We look back in order to look forward. And we looked at Peter and we looked at him in order to be reminded of God's faithfulness. And when we look back um, and remember, we can move forward in hope. So, just a little recap: um, we looked at Matthew fourteen, verse twenty-two, to the end of the chapter. And um, just going to give a few reminders here. Verse twenty-two says, "Immediately Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go ahead of go ahead of them to the other side." Now. I want to remind you, me, and and anybody that's listening that Jesus told the disciples to get into the boat. It was at his direction. It was at his command. Now verse 24 states, and the boat was already a considerable distance from land buffeted by the white waves because the wind was against it. Now the disciples were rowing in obedience. The storm came and it made rowing very, very difficult, but they were being obedient. Now, verse 25 states, Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them walking on the lake. I'd like to point out, I'd like to remind you that Jesus showed up. Jesus showed up in the middle of the storm. In verse 26, we see that they were terrified, that would be the disciples, and they stated, it's a ghost. They cried out in fear, but Jesus immediately said to them, Take courage, it is I. Or as the original language says, I am. Don't be afraid. Now verse 28, this is when it starts to get really interesting. Uh, Peter replied, Lord, if that is you, tell me to come to you on the water. All but one stayed in the boat, which I want to remind you, as I did last week, there is nothing in the text to suggest that there was anything wrong with staying in the boat. It would be very presumptuous for us to think so. So Peter was bold, and he asked a bold question. Peter asked to do the impossible if it really was Jesus walking on the water. In the storm, Peter called out, And Jesus answered him and said, come. Now Peter did get out of the boat, and he did do the impossible. That is, until he got distracted by the winds and the waves. He cried out, Lord, save me. And once again, like last week, I want to point out that Peter knew exactly who to call out to. He did not try to save himself. He called out to his Jesus. And immediately in verse 31, we see that Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. And he brought him back to the boat. They climbed into the boat and the wind died down. Now, these men, contextually, their lives were with Jesus and for Jesus, they were on mission, and they were on mission for Jesus. and actually, when we move forward uh, at the end of the verse, when we move forward to um, so verse thirty two it says, "And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down, then those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, "Truly, you are the Son of God." And then, when they got across when they crossed over, they landed. And when the men of that place recognized Jesus, they sent word to all the surrounding country. People brought all their sick to him and begged him to let the sick just touch the edge of his cloak. And all who touched him were healed. You see, they went to work. They went to work despite the storm, despite the fear, and Jesus showed up. So Back to what I said earlier, I'm doing something a little different. I brought uh, my friend Desiree here today. Say hi, Desiree. Hi. And um, I just, I was thinking about her, and I was hoping that she would come and share a little bit of a faith story, a boat story, because I know she's been sent on a boat. And uh, I think that her testimony can, can help us. So, Desiree, my question to you is... Is your life on mission with and for Jesus, and how?
1: Um, I believe that it is, and do you want me to give a little bit of my yep. background? Yes, please. Okay, yep. so I am, um, I am a pastor's wife, but I'm also on staff at the church that uh, my husband and I uh, lead at. And um, about five and a half years ago, we were asked uh, by God to... Um, get into a boat and make a huge um, change in our ministry location and to grow his church in the north end of our city. And um, we ventured on this journey and uh, that's kind of where I'm at right now where I am working in uh, this church that we have kind of planted uh, in the north end of our city.
0: Yeah, so not kind of. Well, we Definitely. have. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we <laughs> We've so, planted. So uh, you would say to me, That your boat, your direction from Jesus was to go plant a church in the North End. Yes. And you did it.
1: Very much so, yes. You did it.
0: You listened to Jesus' command. Yes, we did. Mm -hmm. Have storms storms come?
1: Definitely. (laughs) They have come. Um, Yeah, it's... uh, uh, they were storms that I wasn't expecting, so I knew that there would be major storms, and you can never prepare for a storm. You think you can, but but you can't. I mean, I thought that um, one of the storms would be the financial cut that we took in our in our you know weekly paycheck, mm-hmm. and we thought, yeah, we can get through that. But we know there'll be storms. Uh, we also, I also lost my job, and then um, didn't realize that I would gain another job, but. Um, We managed through that as well and, and figured that out and trying to find out where my fit would be in the new church plant. And, um, but then I was broadsided. I was, I was completely, um, I was just completely taken by the storm that, uh, I did not realize was going to happen. And that was the storm of loss of major friendships. so that's that was the big storm that I didn't expect coming it broadsided me
0: yeah rowing
1: how was rowing at that point oh my goodness um oh I felt like uh the wind was taken out of me um I didn't have anyone to talk to other than my husband and my two children fortunately uh, we have a close family um yeah, the rowing was really, really difficult because I knew what we were doing was something that God asked us to do. There was no doubt about that in, in my mind. Um, but losing people that I could talk to, that I could pray with, that I could converse with, that I could cry with, or even laugh with, um, I felt, I very, I felt very lost and alone. I felt like, uh, No one was there for me to support me and love me through this.
0: Yeah. So um, I guess that's the point of a storm, though, right? Mm -hmm. Um, The Sea of Galilee was known to be ferocious, Mm -hmm. and it was known to be very unexpected. So these men, they're fishermen, right? So there was times when they would have feared for their very lives, right? Uh, So I I, I do not think for a minute that your life was in danger, but... um, The wind knocked out of your sails 100%. Um, And you wanted to keep
1: going. Yeah. You wanted to keep going. Is there any time that... Oh, sorry, were you going to say something? Yeah, I just wanted to jump on that thought of not being in danger. I I don't think I was in danger physically, um, emotionally. Yeah, good point. I was in a huge danger because, you know, as you're leading something, whether it be a company or a business or your own personal business... If you mentally are feeling exhausted, if you mentally can't put sentences together or you feel foggy or you feel unfocused, then you can't do your best, what God calls you to do. And that is where I was feeling that I was lacking. I wasn't, I, I was trying to do my best, but emotionally I was not at a good space in my mind. Yeah. Did you ever doubt That this direction was from God, from Jesus? No. Okay. I didn't doubt, but I did say uh, to my husband at times, I wish that we moved cities instead of just moving to the north end of the city. Because it would have been easier for me emotionally to separate and allow those friendships to die and to grieve them than being in the same city with the friendships and having it in my face all the time.
0: Okay. Okay. It's a storm, Desiree.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it completely, yeah, completely is.
0: Mm-hmm. At any point, so Jesus put um, these men into a boat at His direction, at His command, just like we we believe that He did with you, and um, they were rowing out of obedience, and the fatigue, this the scared factor, and and you've just shared beautifully what that felt like for you as well. Now. Jesus was on the mountain praying all night long. Do you know that your Jesus is praying for you at all times? Have you ever thought of it like that?
1: Yes and no. Okay. So, you know, you know in your head... That he tells you he's there for you all of the time, mm-hmm. and that he is just a a, a whisper away, right mm-hmm. um, but there were times I was like, "Yeah, you are so far away from me, and it was me far away from him mm-hmm. and I know that now um, but yeah, I know I know he he's just saying, "Just wait, just wait mm-hmm which mm-hmm. is really really difficult Absolutely. to wait. We don't we don't wait. Yeah. We don't wait well. I don't wait well. Yeah. Um but yeah, I'm 5 years in and I'm still waiting. You're still waiting. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah.
0: Have you seen have you seen your Jesus walking on the storm? Have you seen him anywhere? Definitely. Can you
1: tell me where? Um in certain um, unexpected relationships that have come along my way. Um, yeah, I, I have seen them. I've seen it in my, my sons. I've seen it in my husband. I've seen it in my new daughter-in-laws, um, where he's provided that for me and, uh, people stepping into my space for moments of time, not, not to stick around, but for moments of time and had to choose to leave for whatever reason. I don't know why. Um, but yes, I have seen him.
0: You have seen him walking on the waves.
1: Mm -hmm. I have.
0: Do you believe that your Jesus is the Jesus that is in control of the storm?
1: Oh, definitely. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Um, has, has he called you to step out of the boat and walk on the storm? Has he asked you to do the miraculous? Has he called you to do the miraculous? Maybe yes, maybe no. That's a really good question. That is a
1: really good question because I'm not sure. Because right now, you know, we're um, we're working hard at being obedient to what he's asked to, to, us to do and build and plant, um, and also we have opened up a second site in a rural community that's 30 minutes from the north end of La- of the city. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I don't know. I just keep I keep moving forward and keep. Um, trying to be obedient in what he's asking me to do as I continue to help build teams, continue to help um, in the area that needs to be helped with tasks and stuff at at the church. Uh, Is that... uh, Yeah. Okay. So, Desiree, what would you tell
0: a woman that comes to you that feels like she's going in a direction that God has asked her to go into? There's just no question about it and we can be pretty much guaranteed that there's going to be a storm that's going to come. And as you so um, wisely pointed out, what good is a storm if you can manage the storm? right Mm -hmm. storms are unmanageable so what would you tell somebody that that storm comes like the loss of friendship I mean that's like a key thing for us women right it may be something else but uh what would you tell them what would you tell them about being obedient to Jesus what would you tell them about the storm what would you
1: tell them about getting out of the boat what would you tell them about God's faithfulness um I think what I would say, and and I've said to people who have asked me that in the last little while, is don't doubt what God has put in your heart. Don't be afraid of it. Step into the moments, ask the questions, and keep asking. You might not get an answer right away. You might not get the answer that you are hoping for, but... um, try to push away the fear and anxiety and trust that God is leading you in a way that he knows what's best for you. Um a lot of times we women are terrified of reinventing ourselves when we get, you know, into our 40s, late 30s, 40s and 50s and 60s. And I think it's really important. We have so much work to do um as women in that age group. Uh we're not done. Um we might not be cooler than what we thought, you know, what we used to be or whatever. But there are younger women watching us, and we need to um, be open to putting on a clinic for the younger women that are coming up and watching how we handle the storms. I think it's important that uh, we be honest with them and tell them that it's not going to be easy mm-hmm. and support them and reinvent themselves, and try to put the fear and the anxiety beside, like, behind them, and to do it in community. Mm -hmm. I think that's what I miss, have missed the most in the last five years, is the community aspect of pushing me through this storm. Because I believe that uh, we can walk through anxiety and fear together, and I think we're stronger together when we have those people beside us. Mm -hmm. So, I think that's what I would say to people, to women, who are doubting if God is really there for them. He's there. He's listening. He, he promises in, in uh, Psalms that he sees and hears every prayer and that he holds them. Um, and we just have to trust that mm-hmm. he's right beside us. And we need to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we have to, we have to allow ourselves to stop the, the negative conversation that's happening in our head mm-hmm. and we need to be quiet and allow him to calm the storm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: My storm's still raging and I've taken a lot of time to be quiet, but there's a reason why my storm is still raging. Yeah. So, and when it comes, it, it will be beautiful.
0: Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Any any final thoughts that you uh, would like to leave us with?
1: Um, I don't know. I you don't know. <laughs> no? All right. All right. So
0: thank you for sharing that with us. And um, yeah, it, just I like to uh, remind Desiree to encourage Desiree and anybody that is is willing to listen. Um, God does give us direction and he does send us. And um, he is with us, he is praying for us, and he goes ahead of us, he comes with us. And uh, we know for sure that the storms do come. But we have scripture like Matthew where we can see that God is faithful just as he's been faithful to Desiree. The storms do come and yet there he is, he shows up and he showed up in your life as well. So so row on my friends, be obedient, expect the storms, but more importantly, expect Jesus because he will come, he will show up. He's already there, but but he showed up for these disciples and he calmed the storm. And then they moved on. They moved on and they continue to work for and with Jesus. And I encourage you, Desiree, to continue to work for and with Jesus. And if that is church planning, then, then you keep doing it. And if it is encouraging young women, well, then keep doing it or get to it or, or whatever it is. But we serve a faithful God who sends on mission, who is with us in the difficulties, who brings peace, and brings fulfillment to where he has called you to go. Where he has called you to go. So, thank you Desiree you're for welcome. coming with.
1: Thank you for inviting.
0: And I hope that you all can find some, some um, just some peace in knowing that you're not alone. That, that it is hard. It is hard. And I thank you for sharing with us that it's still going on for five years. I don't like storms that go on for five years. (laughs) I like 20-minute thunderstorms. And that's it. But uh, may God bless you and keep you, um, all of you, as you continue on mission with and for our Jesus, who is strong and able to do immeasurably more than what we could ever ask or imagine. Until we meet again, may God bless you.